0: You are listening to No PC Allowed, aka No Political Correctness Allowed. And I am Mac Iverson. Should all liberals now be considered evil? To answer this question, let's get down to the basics. Liberal and progressive are two very descriptive words that we on the right have allowed the left to successfully define for us. I like accuracy and fairness. For accuracy, I prefer standard dictionary definitions and not modern, recent, new and improved woke definitions, but rather the real meaning of the words, that part of the English language which really doesn't change much over time. This isn't nitpicking. It is vital that we get this. Let's look at the word liberal. Liberal used to mean one thing today. It almost means the complete opposite. All the woke jokes out there will never admit to this, of course. They must hide their true intentions to succeed. What's the old-school definition of liberal? This from the American Heritage Dictionary definition number one, having views or policies that favor non-revolutionary progress and reform. Definition number two, having views on policies that favor the freedom of individuals to act or express themselves in a manner of their own choosing. Tolerant of ideas and behavior. Ha ha, very funny. The current woke definition of this widely and wildly misunderstood word remains basically the same, couched in the same touchy-feely, do-gooder unicorns-and-rainbows haze of obfuscation and confusion for the simple-minded followers of progressive liberalism. But what are the objective, accurate definitions of these two words today? If we try to be perfectly fair, what do these people now stand for? For example... Do you know of a progressive who does not stand for sex surgeries for children, breaking the barriers between adult child sex, homosexual marriage, polygamy, legalized drugs, reparations that brutalizes the hardworking middle class, teachers unions, CRT, forced vaccinations, open borders, incompetent at best government schools, business killing taxes and regulations, climate hysteria, and a world dominated by soul-crushing artificial intelligence, Transhumanism, and on and on. Those issues define modern progressivism. In fact, all these issues are so anathema to classical liberalism that they should no longer be called progressive. A far more accurate term would be regressive. Think about it. Everything they stand for is rapidly leading to the total annihilation of the USA. They are progressively regressive. They detest conservatives because we're always standing in the way of a regress. The woke mafia changed the meaning of liberal based on where they stand on modern issues alone. They just ignore the original meaning. Now, why did liberals turn into anti-liberals? Honestly, money changed them. The globalist organized crime syndicate changed them. They don't call it the syndicate anymore. That would make them far too transparent. But that's precisely who changed it. That crime syndicate is controlled by the Davos demon billionaires and communist fascist China working in tandem to destroy America. What do all liberal causes have in common? They all hurt or kill the innocent. Everything's interconnected to hurting people. What is that if not evil? If not, then what is evil? In other words, liberals have sold out their cause. They've been bought off by the Chinese communist fascists and the Davos demon billionaire technocrats, two parties that use useful idiot liberals to wage a two-front war against you and your family, your neighborhood, your state, and your country. Two-front wars are difficult to win if you're just one side fighting them. To be crystal clear, these aren't just two-front wars. They're two warring parties against us on thousands of different battlefronts. Just like Axis powers. The problem is, they're allied together, but our side is not. We're divided by grouping invented by the woke. Whites versus blacks versus Hispanics versus Christians versus Muslims versus homosexuals versus conservatives versus leftists and so on. All of the many leftist-aligned microgroups should be on our side, but they've been tricked into thinking that we, white Christian conservatives, are the enemy. Because these other groupings don't, in general, have even semi-rigorous minds, and they know almost nothing of critical thinking. They have always been the easy prey of globalist and communist fascist indoctrination. This is basically what happened. It's like someone putting a load of money in front of someone and saying, Instead of you believing this, I'll give you all this money if you instead believe in the exact opposite. What would you call that? And you put this on a mass scale, and over time, instead of it just being like this massive bribe in the moment, add millions of people, and over the course of decades, continue that exact same process. If one man bribes, and another man accepts that bribe, that's a crime with two people at fault. But, put that on a much larger scale, and you've got millions, perhaps billions, of guilty players. Now, it's not just bribery. It is a systemized global bribocracy with billions of victims. It starts with criminals, but it ends with victims, because again, it is a system that hurts and destroys the innocent. Liberalism puts all of us in the gutter to one degree or another. We grow up into that corrupt system, and so the innocent victims grow up to be guilty players themselves. It's similar to abused innocent children growing up to be abusers. They don't know any better. It's all they know. So corruption is stuck on repeat cycle. But this madness has to end sometime. Now, let's look at the idea of corrupted liberals actually being evil. What's the difference between corruption and evil? Where does one stop and the other begin? The Bible clearly states that corruption is evil, but because corruption is so common, people don't feel comfortable calling society evil because we make up the sum of all those parts. It all comes back to you and me, doesn't it? And that truth is tough to look at. It's pride. Pride is more evil than even corruption. We're all corrupted by the sin of the world. But we don't have to let pride pull us down into never solving our problem. You can't solve a problem until you swallow your pride, admit the cause of that problem, which usually involves us as individuals. Liberals love dishonest and fake solutions because those people never have to really look at themselves in the mirror. That's why liberals aren't deep. If solving problems hurts one's pride, then best just to let evil take over forever. At least we're off the hook. Liberalism is full of pridefulness. Therefore, liberalism is full of evil. America will never get right again until we align ourselves once again with the Bible, Old and New Testaments. We are a Christian nation. I don't care what the woke say. Just because the bribocracy is working overtime to make sure that we cease to be a Christian nation does not change the fact that we have a rock-solid Christian foundation and heritage. That's undeniable. We must be in alignment with that. We must have something truth-based that defines good versus evil, so we don't go off the rails. If a nation can't boldly and accurately define what is good and what is evil, no one will ever agree on the direction that nation will go it becomes like a rudderless ship. The problem with the modern idea of liberalism is that the goalposts are always moving. They're not just moving, but they're constantly transmogrifying, or complete and total redefinition in surprising ways. They now believe in things that are completely unholy. Who could believe, just a few years ago, that this whole drag queen story hour garbage could have taken off like it did? Well, that's because liberals, as they have redefined themselves are now all evil. And yes, I do mean all. If not, then where is there just one liberal standing against it? Not just giving up lip service, but actually doing something against it. Some will say that RFK Jr. is a good choice. No, he's not. He actually said that those who disagree with the climate hysteria, people like me, and I assume maybe you too, should be thrown in prison. So no, RFK Jr. is not a good Democrat. He is an eccentric nut. These are not real leaders. They are followers of Satan. That's what defines the demon cat, demon rat Democrats. Every single one of them. Liberalism is resembling fascism more and more with each passing day. This is very funny because liberals have always claimed to hate fascism. But historically, fascism has always been deeply misunderstood. If you look at a continuum chart of far left versus far right, what do we see? On the farthest right, we see anarchy. No rules or laws at all. This is only for a society of saints, therefore it's impossible. If you know someone who claims to be a pure anarchist, they are either lying or an extreme narcissist who believes the planet should be full of people just like them, or they are crazy or just extremely ignorant of human nature. So an anarchist society can never exist long-term. That's the furthest extreme right. A bit further to the left of that is libertarianism, which is the ideal for every good conservative. However, we must have a highly moral, and I claim, large-majority, highly Christian population, or that can never work either. Libertarianism commands people who are strongly inclined to almost never break the law, again, That would require a society of saints. The Christian church here in America has been far too weak for us to live in a libertarian society. As we slide further to the left on that chart, we have a very crowded field of political beliefs. The far left includes all the darling isms of the leftist crazed idealists. Socialism, technicism, scientism, communism, Marxism, Maoism, fascism, totalitarianism. Oh, but wait a second. Did you just hear me say, fascism? That doesn't belong on the left. Or does it? What is fascism? Fascism is total control, or the precise opposite of anarchy which is on the far right. Communism and totalitarianism are closely associated on the far left. Therefore, fascism is left-wing, not right-wing. Much of the confusion exists because many historians grew up being brainwashed on the lie that Hitler was a rightist. Do rightists today, or even way back then, believe in one-man rule over everyone and everything? Absolutely not. But that lie grew from Hitler's outrageous dishonesty. He needed the communists as a scapegoat. He needed to portray himself as rabidly anti-communist in order to get the more conservative German citizens to rally behind him. But Hitler believed in using every aspect of the government to control as much of society as possible, just like his so-called hated communist enemies. Hitler lied, and many naive liberal historians writing about Hitler bought into his lies. But true history shows that Hitler was a strong leftist, not a rightist. All liberals should be deeply and profoundly shamed, even mocked with extreme comical and sarcastic derision, openly and consistently. One of the main reasons why liberalism still seems to be thriving in spite of all their blatant, cow-staring stupidity is because of this Hollywood connection to being somehow, believe it or not, cool. And this all goes back to to high school and beyond. Think about all the so-called cool kids in high school. How did they present themselves? Cool or surface uncaring, but somehow being righteous anyway, with all the politically correct viewpoints. Those kids became cliques. If you wanted to be a part of it, the insiders had to approve of you. Those boys who wanted to be on the inside circle simply had to go along with usually the female-dominant zeitgeist, which is typically following whatever the larger popular culture has deemed to be worthy. If you insisted on being your authentic self, you could never run with the cool kids. This we all know based on experience. Conform or be cast out. This shallowness has shadowed these cool kids into adulthood. They were mostly concerned with how someone looks or sounds, or what kind of car they drove, or what zip code they lived in. All shallow stuff. These are the current residents of suburban Washington, D.C., the easily controlled, do-as-you're-told, cool-kid conformists, or winners of the world. These elected and non-elected deep state bureaucrats are your leaders. Are you okay with that? No wonder you're deeply frustrated. If you weren't, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. It is impossible to have the extreme form of liberalism, which is fascism or totalitarianism, without the seed of liberalism to begin with. It all starts with liberalism, or the relaxing of values and virtue, the relaxing of individual character strengths, the relaxing of law and order. Once these vital components of a strong societal foundation start to loosen, it is only a matter of time before it all starts to quake and buckle and eventually totally fall apart. That's where America is right now. If conservative Americans were just very rude and crude and selfish like the woke tried to portray us as, then this PC woke garbage would never ever work on us because we would simply ignore all the woke mind game manipulations And woke guilt would gain absolutely no traction because none of us would feel any guilt. It's because we're so innocent that we have endlessly tried to appease these woke fascists, apologizing for having white skin. Why? Don't we know by now that they are totally insincere and this is just a Chinese totalitarian power grab to take over America and that the only ones who buy into it are the useful idiots at the bottom of this massive pyramid scam? Don't we know that by now? Apparently not. And so, they have essentially made up an enemy out of nothing. They just manufactured a fake and unnecessary war out of nothing except white conservative Christian guilt. I am all those things except for, guess what? Guilty. I'm not guilty. And neither are you, and neither is President Trump. Ladies, and especially gentlemen... It's time you grew up out of your do-nothing lethargy to become the kind of adult American activist citizen God intended for you to be. Now is that time. The year 2023 is the year we begin our complete and total turnaround into the largest Christian conservative renaissance this sad, broken little world has ever seen. And hopefully, it's not too late. Action step, only one. Never before in American history, even global history, has there ever been a better opportunity for freedom lovers the world over to cut down these deep state fascist, totalitarian, globalist, new mafia scum. We must rise up and win this war against them and put them on trial for war crimes against humanity. Their charge is treason. These new Nuremberg trials must occur and will occur, for we are at war. It is too late for the deep state. They can run, but they will not be able to hide. None of this is 100% guaranteed, of course. The main overriding question is this. What are you going to do about it? Will you be content to be an armchair quarterback? Or will you, dear listener, roll up your sleeves and get involved? Don't be a joiner so much. Be a leader. Your life will galvanize and fall together beautifully. Once you start to live in integrity with your most cherished beliefs and values. Plus, you'll become a lot happier. Get involved. Do it part-time or full-time. But do it now. Please help us out by sharing a review on Twitter at NoPCAloud, spelled A-L-O-U-D, Again, go to Twitter at NoPCAllowed, spelled A L O U D. You have been listening to NoPCAllowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.